So we are uh, we are glad to be back with you here on a uh, on a Thursday night. It is April the twenty third, twenty twenty. We are back via the Zoom. We got Ryan, we got intern Mark, we got Matt with us here. Uh, Tim may be joining. Uh, I am not a hundred percent sure. Let's see. I'm going to try unmuting everybody. I think everybody's unmuted. Ryan, how we doing? Woo! We're doing it. We're, we're doing do- it again, folks. We're doing it again. Uh, intern Mark, how we doing this week? I'm okay. Awesome, awesome. Matt, how we doing this week? No complaints. Draft night. Go birds. It is draft night. I have the uh I have the the secondary computer here to my right. Uh so we'll try and uh we'll try and keep up with the draft picks as they uh as okay. they come through. So uh, it is it is an exciting night. We're glad that uh, you are joining us. Maybe if you're following along in the uh, in the Facebook live video, why don't you give us a uh, a share, a like? Maybe you can uh, even start a watch party with us. Get as many people in here and uh, playing along with us as uh, as as we can uh, as we get going here. So um, plenty to talk about. The first thing I want to hit tonight, though, and I and I would. Uh, be remiss is uh, we are part of NGSC Sports Radio. You can go to NGSCSports.com for uh, everything relating to NGSC Sports, the place that we never stop. You can also go to 3CountThursday.com. That is our uh, website. Um, I know we post the website exclusive uh, interviews. Matt's been doing a bunch of those. Uh, Matt, you've been kicking ass on that as we've been uh, – in all of these weird, uh, these weird times, Thank these uncertain Matt. times. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> so uh, you can do that. Uh, we do have. Uh, I, I just posted an update on the uh, upcoming indie shows uh, page because obviously, much like everything else in our world, uh, independent wrestling is uh, pretty much on lockdown as well. Um, so once things start to uh, get back to normal, and they will at some point. Uh, we don't know when, but they will at some point. We will get the, that page uh, updated because we do support independent wrestling, and that'll be something that is uh, super important once uh, life starts to resume uh, whatever normal will look like uh, when we get back to that. So, uh, But make sure you visit 3CountThursday.com. We also stream uh, at LeibSports.com. That is L-E-E-I-B Sports.com. Sorry, Ryan. I took Come on, your, bro. I, I stole your gimmick this week, Ryan. I missed it last week, so I just wanted to make sure I, I hit everything uh, this week um, because, uh, yeah, like I said, I forgot to do that last week because this was all new to us, this uh, this Zoom world. But uh, And maybe this is something that even once we get back to normal and, like, Ryan's in studio with me and Tim is in studio sometimes, that we can still do this so we can see Matt's face and you can see intern Mark's Mark, we got to get you one of those circle lights that all the news people use because you are like, it's, you are, it's dark here. You are in the dark, man. So we got to get you. Some, or maybe next time you're at roots, put in an order, uh, put in a, a curbside to go order for a lamp. Maybe we could I need a lamp. tell ghost stories. <laughs> there, there we go. Um, but, uh, it is, it is John Cena's birthday. This week, guys, John Cena's birthday is today. Omega Hawk, and I'm, and he probably is. Uh, but it is uh, 43 years young for uh, for old Big Match John. 40. What's that? He is on the wrong side. Yeah, definitely on the wrong side. Now, did, did we ever address what the wrong side of 40 is? Because 33 was the wrong side of 30. 
But is there – because, I mean, as Conrad Thompson will tell everybody, um, you know, AJ Styles is as old as so-and-so was back in the 90s. What what do we want to set the wrong side of 40 as? 40. Just 40? Straight up 40? Straight 40. All right. Well, then um, anybody who's in their 40s is on the wrong side of uh, of 40. So, um, so yeah, that that is that. Um, but, uh, do we have, do we have any, uh, favorite, uh, John Cena matches, moments, uh, anything like that, uh, as we, as we talk about John Cena's 43rd birthday today? Yeah, I loved, I loved all the times that John Cena buried the younger talent. That was really cool. (laughs) Um, that's probably my favorite moment. Are you sure about that? As sure as I'll ever be. There you go. It's Earn Mark. Do you have a favorite uh, Cena match, Cena moment? I do. I have a favorite match was uh, against RVD when RVD cashed in the money in the bank, even oh. though it was a scheduled match and it was uh, it was still pretty special. All right. All right. Very good. Matt, how about you? Um, I really enjoyed the Firefly Funhouse match. Um and then I did like when he put Kevin Owens over the first time. I forget. It was like the network exclusive one. Was it Money in the Bank or Elimination Chamber? I'm forgetting that he put Owens over. But then he buried him the next three. I think, that was, um, I think that was Money in the Bank, if memory serves correctly. I think that was Money in the Bank. And that all culminated with Kevin Owens tapping out then to the STF. Yes. yes. Yeah. Less, no lest, uh, lest we forget. Hello. It's John C. Uh, Devin says his match you, with Kevin Owens at Elimination Chamber. Are you tapping on the you, key? You, you can't see me. Yeah. Oh, there we go. There we go. That's a good one. Um, the dumbest shirt ever made <laughs> the dumbest the absolute well, dumbest that, that you me, absolutely right? bought as well uh frank says was well, great was that... that you yeah that uh that frank said he was sure great do. in hershey when he attacked uh edge after the live sex uh celebration and also rescued rick flair uh in the process um for me uh it's Wait, was flair having sex in that scene too uh <laughs> yeah he was in the corner with a dixie cup i think <laughs> that's an old uh, that's an old inside joke for uh for uh ryan and i from a from a friend of ours in college um but uh but one of mine that 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 sticks out uh, you know and and it was more the uh the build to it was uh wrestlemania um it would have been orlando wrestlemania orlando with the uh him and him and nikki with versus um the Miz and Maurice and the, and, and the build to that was, was pretty classic. Uh, and then of course the, uh, the engagement heard around the world that uh, just never, that never meant to be. And it, I mean, it honestly led to the moment that John Cena had his, had his, the first time he ever put over somebody in the biggest way he put over the ballerina, the ballroom dancer, Artem, uh, whatever the hell his Russian last name is. And, uh, and John Cena took the big L uh, on that one. So, um, Charlie asked Ryan, where are the sweatbands? 
You don't have any sweatbands. I have a headband on, but you don't have a. I have uh, a headband. It's my <coughs> Cabana Rama. How about that? Was that it? Was that a pro wrestling tees uh, purchase? Boom, boom. No, it's from the uh, from the box. Mm. <clears throat> was one of, I think it was like one of the indie boxes or something. Very good. Uh, crate. It's not a box. It's a crate. My bad. Crate. So do you have a crate? It's a cardboard crate box. So it was a box. That's what you're telling me. It's not like it's like a freaking apple crate or anything like that. Or a milk crate. Or a milk crate. I think think apples come in in baskets, don't they? Uh, Apple baskets, yeah, that's a basket thing. Or or a basket of apples. Or apple bags. They they tend to hang low lower as you get older. The the older the apples, the the lower the bag. Lower the, <laughs> Matt, lower the basket. Matt, what was uh, what was your uh, what was your question there, Matt? I was asking if you have to pry open the wrestle crate with a crowbar, but then it was cleared up that no crowbar the- crowbar was in WCW. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Lou says the Royal Rumble return was, uh, was his favorite. I believe that was, uh, the MSG. I think that was the one at MSG, uh, where he returned there. So a couple of, uh, good responses there. Yeah. If you're in the, uh, if you're in the live video, make sure you leave a comment, maybe throw some, uh, thumbs ups or, uh, some heart emojis or whatever up there. We'd appreciate that. Show some love for us here, uh, on a Thursday night. While, the we're, end of- while we're on the topic real quick of Mr. Cena. Yes. Do you still believe he's going to get 17? Uh, wholeheartedly still wholeheartedly it's still gonna happen unreal yeah they're gonna find a way especially i i think i think it has a better chance of happening the longer that this that these empty arena shows uh continue because uh hollywood projects have been put on hold um the wwe is uh is is going to be looking for ratings in 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 different ways um because uh you know every every week you know the ratings reports whatever they even pretend to mean at this point especially given everything going on uh people still report on them and and they haven't been good so i I figure at some point that uh either the universal title or the um or the wwe title is going to move i I think it would probably be more likely to be the universal title uh at at this point because I, i i would think and hope that Drew gets to hold the uh, the WWE Championship super super long, um, but yeah, I still think so. I think I still think Cena's getting seventeen. Do you think Cena wins it before Zack Ryder? Wholeheartedly, as well. That's deep. That's messed up, right? Not even I made that joke. Do we have a favorite John Cena movie? Uh, it's got to be the one of the Marines. I think <laughs> he's only in the one. So yeah, that one. That one, oh. the one. Not a fan. Um, <laughs> what was what was the one with that drunk woman in it all the time? She was drunk and did things. Train, Train wreck. wreck. That was all right. I actually don't think I've seen him uh, seen a Cena movie with uh, yeah with John in it. I could I couldn't blocked? see I couldn't the see it. Transformers. What's that? He was in the new Transformers. Yeah, I didn't see that either. So the Bengals are officially on the clock. Nine nine and a half minutes till uh till pick time. It's pretty interesting. I guess they have like I don't know, like I guys I guess different teams are gonna have some uh like zoom type of thing. So they were showing some fans on the screen. So pretty interesting. Um but maybe uh, they'll hack into our thread and think that's where foot where we're like football fans. <laughs> that I I don't even know what the draft is tonight, to be honest with you. It's for it's for the basketball leagues. 
Yeah, the national uh, the basketball draft. The national football league. Uh, the basketball. I think it's basketball, right? I think that's what. Uh, basketball draft. I know. I have the draft on right here, and I'll be looking over my shoulder an awful lot tonight. Yeah, I uh, I utilized a second laptop and have it to my right, so so that's uh, that's pretty solid. Uh, Devin says the marine. Like a large gas <laughs> bottle of booze. That I might be tapping into. See, I, I think know. that's I think that's why I thought you were boozing the one night. I think when we did a, a test call, because I think you pulled up a bottle. Maybe you, you just I didn't. Smokey was drinking. I'm actually. I this guess, is the guess... first beer I've had since the quarantine began. If I'm gonna put over booze, I ought to put over what I actually enjoy drinking: Sailor Jerry. Sailor Jerry. My favorite spice rum. It's delicious. That sounds tasty. Sailor Jerry. Inter Mark, what is your beverage of choice uh, right now? Boy, I've been I've been drinking a lot of water. Have you? Well, that's good. Yeah, that's staying good. Hydrated. I'm staying hydrated. Good. That's about it. I haven't had any iced tea in a while. I like the unsweetened tea. Well, I love sweetened tea, but it's too much sugar, so I do the unsweet tea. There you go. I actually. What about, what about a nice birch beer from Roots? Uh, you can't beat the birch beer from Roots. Birch beer. It depends what stand you go to get it from, though. It makes a difference. Birch. What about the stand that, that makes the subs? Oh, Rob's. Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. So Mark, if there was a Roots draft, what, what stand are you taking with the first pick? Yeah, I would take Murian's Pies with the first pick. Okay. Only because the crazy fudge lady's not there anymore. Oh, man, how long has that been since she's been there? It's been like over a year now, isn't it? No, it wasn't quite that long. She Actually, she left at the end of December, right after Christmas. Oh, man. What a Christmas gift that was. I'm still upset. She left us. That's that's very sad. Uh, let's see here. Catching up on some of the comments. Devin says his favorite uh, John Cena movie is uh, The Marine. Uh, Matthew Hottenstein, I, I assume that's somebody related to you, Mark. Uh, ask is that, little, is that dangerous <laughs> Danny Davis in the referee shirt? <laughs> it's a poncho. Scott, South America. Scotty Scotty says the virtual booze for Roger Goodell were hilarious. So lest he thought he was going to escape getting booed this year in the uh, in the sanctitude of his basement, uh, that that was not the case. And uh, and and Charlie says uh, the match. The Cena match with Umaga in the last man standing match. Oh, his favorite, that was a good one. Uh, Cena match. So uh, just catching up there. Make sure you uh, you keep sticking with us here. Um, I forgot what I was. I forget where I was going to go to next. Um, you don't mean Charlie Caruso, correct? No, unfortunately, Charlie Caruso not joining us tonight. That's a bummer. That's a bummer. I thought she was going to be in someday. And, uh, someday. Someday. She's going to be in on Sunday. Yeah, 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 yeah. She'll be on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. Copy. <laughs> um, oh, I was because uh, we because you brought up the uh, the titles, and uh, and and I thought back to Raw this week. You know, Drew McIntyre, yeah, the the, the championship, the belt, um, was uh, with with Drew McIntyre was cutting a promo. I think it was at the uh, the beginning of Raw uh, this week, and and I and I tweeted how like it is such a bummer that um, you know he finally finally gets his moment, and he's uh, cutting promos to an empty building and a cameraman standing in the corner. And um, you know, like I really like, and I said I really hope that that like he he still gets his opportunity, whether it's continues to carry the title through whenever we can get back to to live shows, or or at some point, 
um, you know, once, uh, you know, after he loses, because, you know, titles are, are going to change as long as there are tapings, as long as there are uh, shows from the Performance Center with, without uh, without fans. Um, Storylines are going to move and titles are going to change hands and things like that. Um, but but I really I really hope that that he and I know somebody commented that he that they hope uh, um, Rhea Ripley get get, uh, the, you know, the, their opportunities as well. Um, because I, you know, I still think that that the WrestleMania match with Ripley and, and Flair would have went differently um, if there was a crowd. I'm I'm still convinced by that. I still think she would have had her WrestleMania moment. So, um, but but I yeah, I definitely hope that uh, Drew McIntyre gets gets his opportunity to be the WWE champion in front of a live crowd at some point. Like it just sucks that 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 this biggest moment of his career. Has uh, has been overshadowed by a much larger situation. I concur. Yes. All right. So, um, doggone thing. It was uh, it was announced last week. I think it was uh, on SmackDown last week. So we just missed the cut that um, the Money in the Bank, which was originally scheduled for uh, not this Sunday but next Sunday in Baltimore. Uh, at the f- whatever is it Royal Farms Arena? Yeah. Okay. I, I I wanted to call it first Mariner Arena, and then I wanted to call it the Baltimore Civic Center, but I knew neither of those was still correct. Um, but the uh, the Royal Farms Arena, obviously, that is not the uh, that the the case. That is not going to be happening anymore. Um, they announced on SmackDown last week that the Money in the Bank ladder matches would be a corporate ladder match and that the matches would be uh taking place at the WWE headquarters in Stamford, Connecticut. Um and uh and and I thought that it seemed like a pretty good time to uh to bust out the old the three count question of the week. The the official uh question of the week. We didn't uh we didn't do an official one last week lest we forget it's the the three count question of the week. I just want to make sure we hit that uh just so everybody's aware of course, that it is the, uh, the the question of the week. Um, that you know, what what are people's reaction and uh, and thoughts about the uh, the corporate ladder stipulation? Because uh, it's definitely it's definitely an interesting concept. Um, I'm going to hit some of the comments here, and then uh, we'll get to our discussion on it. Um, Lawrence uh, on Twitter said, "I'm smelling another cinematic style match coming at Money in the Bank." Um, Somebody said, I cannot read hashtag three count question of the week without hearing it uh, in Ryan's voice. You know, this. The three count question of the week. Um, he says he likes the idea if they get into Vince's office as part of it, that would be great. Uh, Zach says if they make it WWE's take on Die Hard, he'll be all for it. Um, let's see here. Lee on Facebook says that he likes it, something different, taking a bad situation, doing what they can to make the best of it. Daryl says he's excited. Uh, Kevin says it seems scary as hell. Uh, mm-hmm. Devin says he's excited for it uh, and wants to see what they're going to do. Uh, Jim says all they are doing is helping destroy parts of the building for when they move. Uh, Christopher does point out that the move's been put on hold. Uh, yeah, the the um, the construction on the new headquarters has uh, has been called off. So uh, any destruction, they're going to have to make sure it gets. Uh, into offices that are uh, either not in use anymore or we're looking to be renovated anyway. 
Uh, and then yeah, Aaron, where were they? Uh, where were they relocating to? I think it was somewhere up around that same area. Like I think it was still in Stam- like the Stamford area. They were okay. just going to be building a uh, a new um, a, a new headquarters. All right. So the uh, the first pick is in the Cincinnati Bengals pick, and there should be no surprise here. Joe Burrow, quarterback from LSU. That one. Uh, that one was pretty easy. I think the next pick will likely be uh, Chase Young. The uh, the defender from Ohio State will be going to the Redskins. That's my pick on that one. Uh, but, yeah, Joe Burrow to the Cincinnati Bengals is the uh, first pick of the NFL draft. Uh, but I Aaron says – number three pick will be um, Vince McMahon <laughs> picking Rusev to SmackDown. He'll be he'll – be, well, he'll be, he better be picking a good lawyer. We'll talk about that uh, a little bit later maybe. Uh, Aaron says uh, he likes it, uh, tend to enjoy the offside matches more than the empty arena stuff. The briefcase being on the roof makes it interesting. Uh, he says, I, I feel like they're trying to adapt in an era that's unprecedented, and he appreciates the creative aspect of having it at corporate headquarters instead of the PC. He's optimistic, uh, but have no clue what to really expect. So um, so I think most of the, the you know the responses that we get, that we've gotten, um, are all fairly positive, which um, feels a little strange, to be quite honest. Um, you know, a lot of times people uh, should... Uh, or a lot, a lot of times people can react to new uh, to new things as as less than favorable. But uh, you know, I think I think this one is um, is uh, is something that people at least, and even more what I've seen on Twitter, people seem fairly intrigued by it. So, um, Ryan, when uh, when you heard this announcement that they're doing the corporate ladder at the at the headquarters, what was uh, what was your first thought? Yeah, I think off of the heels of a really really popular mm-hmm. boneyard match and a very popular um, Firefly Funhouse match. We are going to get a more multi-camera cinematic feel to this style match. And for that alone, I'm all right with it. I enjoyed both of those matches at Mania. I don't need to see the same Boneyard match over again or the same Firefly Funhouse in your mind match ever again. Sure. But, um, man, this is something brand new. And, again, when the WWE's backs against the wall, I think they turn out some of their best products. Yeah, yeah, uh, great points, uh, Matt. When you uh, when you heard about the uh, corporate ladder, what was your thought? That I cannot wait to see Shane McMahon leap off the top <laughs> of the building to land in whatever. Um, but I do think that what they're doing is just kind of necessary at this point. I think they kind of got the feel from WrestleMania that they're too most appreciated matches were the ones that they did in the outside the arena cinematic feel to it. So I don't think it will have the same effect as the Boneyard match or the Firefly Funhouse, but it's going to have some of those elements. I think we'll see kind of a mix of those two matches and the uh, Randy Orton edge match where it's just kind of put together a little more clean and uh, hopefully not as drawn out as Edge Orton was. Sure, sure. Uh, Matt, did you say Shane McMahon, by the way? Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Like when he came back, like he signed a contract that he would fling himself off of like five death-defying heights before he like turned it all in i think he's at what three now so something like that so yeah he's he's due for a uh 
he's due for a return and a, and a death-defying leap. So, um, you know, Lord only knows. Now, you know, I did see some pictures, like, from where they were uh, assembling the uh, the structures on the top of the, the headquarters. Like, they had a ring up there. And uh, I don't know if the matches have been filmed yet or if they're still to be filmed. But uh, it's been it's been fairly chilly here in the Northeast. So uh, that could be an interesting play into those matches uh, as well. But, uh, you know, I'm, uh, intern Mark, your thoughts on the corporate ladder Ladder match. Jim, did you, did you say you wanted some chili? Oh, I would love some chili. I love chili. Man, I would too. I'd love some chili. I made but some the, last uh, week. Did you? I did. I did. I've actually been. I've actually cooked more in the last month than I have in in years. Like for real. Um, which I mean, if I would have cooked one time, it probably would have been more than normal. But but yeah, I've I've I, I cooked myself lunch today. How about that? What'd you have for lunch today? I had some eggs. I cooked myself some eggs. It's easy, but I cooked myself some eggs with some peppers and onions in them. That sounds good. Yeah, it was tasty. Uh, but anyway, intern Mark, the um, but anyway, money in the bank. The, uh, the corporate ladder. Uh, actually, I think it would be very interesting, especially after the success of the uh, Firefly Funhouse and, and the Boneyard match. I think this is the way to go. It'll be exciting. I don't know if it would be as exciting in an empty arena. But this certainly will be different. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, when I uh, when I first heard about it, it was uh, it was <clears throat> like immediately I was like, this this is really interesting. Like I don't know I don't know what exactly it's going to look like. Um, you know, and and it, and if nothing else, it, it gives us a, a look that you don't get to see a lot coming through the uh, the, the the corporate headquarters. I mean. You know, we've seen shots of the uh, of the gym there. I think they're like the gym with the neon lights um, that we've seen over time has been there. Um, you know, occasionally you'll get a look into like Triple H's office. Uh, uh, you know, on something. You know, and of course we've seen um, it was uh, Beyond the Mat. I think did the uh, you know they had the walk through the the conference rooms and things like that, and Vince's office where he drinks the water. You know, the we make movies. And he's swigging the bottle of water. So we, we've had a few um, glances into the corporate headquarters, but we've never had any great long looks into the into WWE headquarters. So if nothing else, it, it, it kind of gets us uh, a look into the world we've never seen before. Most of us have never seen before. So, um, yeah, I'm intrigued by it. Like, you know, and are, are they going to, you know, I, I sure hope that they do a spot where, Somebody gets in an elevator to go to the next floor and somebody races up the stairs and beats them, um, you know, to get out of the elevator and stuff like that. So, you know, there's certainly uh, tons of possibilities uh, that they can do um, with this match. Of course, Money in the Bank a week from this uh, coming Sunday on the uh, award-winning WWE Network. Uh, catching up on yeah. some of the uh, comments here, Scotty says both that he had spam for lunch, which I enjoy. I enjoy spam. I know a lot of people don't, but I love spam. Um, and uh, and Scotty also says that Booker McFarland needs to shut up, and uh, Shane needs to jump off corporate headquarters through a table. Uh, and he also reminds us that uh, Austin had a had a raw segment in corporate headquarters. So yeah, I mean, there's been a few looks there, but it, it you know it's it's something we don't get to see a lot. Uh, and we'll get to see it a little bit more um, than uh, than normal here. Uh, Devin says he's gonna puke. He's gonna he's gonna puke. Um, Lou says he's got us on the big screen for the first time. Woo! Man, um, 
I feel bad for anybody who's peeking and lose windows. I know that much. Um, couple of a uh, couple of new faces in here with us. I see uh, Ooh, Tyler. Snap a picture of that. Send it to us. I want to see what that looks like. Yeah, Crazy no man. doubt. Uh, t- Tyler's uh, checking in with us for uh, for one of the first times. So uh, get make sure everybody Strike gives it a like and a Lou. share. We'd appreciate that. Uh, and uh, Devin says, is it kind of strange that Kevin Owens is not in the men's uh, money in the bank match? Uh, Chase Young, defensive end from Ohio State, goes to the Washington Redskins. Number two, the pick number two is in. Uh, this one also not shocking. I think that one uh, was pretty clear. I think he has also said that he wants to wear the number 99. So that should probably be official uh, before too long. Um, Chase Young. You know why he wanted to do 99? Because he's a Wayne Gretzky fan? He is a big fan of the 80s rock band Nana and huh? the 99 Red Balloons. I did not know that. Uh, it's a fact. You heard it here, folks? Mark, you knew that, right? Oh, I do. They were uh, 99 Luft Balloons. If I'm... Luft Balloons, but they were over in Germany. Char- they were in Germany. I remember the one night up at Starbucks. Uh, um, uh, was it Diana? Is that? It looked like Diana, yeah. but I think it was Diana. Her and I sang a version of that. She did the German part because she's German. I did the English. There you go. Uh, I thought she was from the Ukraine. You, she was not from the Ukraine. She's German. Um, Charlie, <laughs> Charlie, Charlie says he believes that NFL fans are bigger marks than wrestling fans. Um, at least tonight they might be because we are so damn starved for any sort of sport right now that um that it's unreal like i don't i i couldn't tell you and now most times over the last you know six years um we've been doing the show when the nfl draft uh the opening night of the nfl draft has been so i i've never i i haven't had it on but this is the first time i've actually tuned into an nfl draft in uh in a number of years because the cowboys usually screw it up anyway so um uh, let's see here. Uh, so yeah, they might be, they might be Charlie. I'm not, uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure on that one. Um, any other thoughts on the, uh, the money in the bank match? Do we, we, do we know, I probably should have looked this up, but I'm going to look it up right now. Um, are all the participants set for both matches or do we just know? No, there's one more to be determined, I guess, tomorrow night on SmackDown. So the, uh, the women's. Money in the Bank la- uh, ladder match, corporate ladder match is Asuka, Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans, uh, either Lacey Evans or Sasha Banks. I guess they have a match tomorrow night and then one more spot to be determined in the uh, in the women's match. And then on the men's side, Daniel Bryan, Rey Mysterio, Aleister Black, Apollo Crews, either King Corbin or Drew Gulak, and then a uh, – and then a – um, to be determined as well on the men's side. So two spots uh, to, on each match yet to be determined. But uh, like Devin asked, oh, that's right, we're going to get back to that. Um, is, it kind of, uh, is, is it kind of strange that Kevin Owens is not uh, in the men's Money in the Bank match? Um, I, I, yes and no for me. I mean, uh, it, it, you know, when you're, you're looking at this one, especially the, uh, the men's match, I mean, Alistair, Apollo Crews, Corbin, Gulak, Corbin or Gulak, um, and whoever that 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 last spot would be, um, you know, be it the roster cuts, be it just the the general situation that uh, the WWE is in right now with um, you know trying to limit the number of people who are are utilized on a weekly basis, um, 
and, and things like that. You know, it's, it's definitely opened itself up to, to some different competitors uh, getting some opportunities here. So um, in a way, I guess it's weird, Kevin Owens, but it, I don't think we've seen him since WrestleMania. So I don't know if he's just taking a little time off, um, you know, with everything going on. So, um, but uh, I guess it's a little strange, Devin, but, but I mean, I'm excited about at least the majority of the participants that are in this one. Ryan, so, your thoughts? Anyone, or sorry, to, sorry to jump in there. I Does anyone think that he makes it in somehow? I mean, I'm, I'm not surprised he's not in, but it seems like he had a lot of momentum coming off of WrestleMania. So, like, to find a way to put him in there would make a lot of sense, especially sure. with, like, like the participants that are in right now don't really like excite me. Okay. Not to take anything away from Rey Mysterio, but I don't need to see Rey Mysterio in this match. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the ones that doesn't jump off the page at me. And I guess he could be the the last one. I don't, I, I actually, I didn't watch, um, smack or, or raw last week. I watched it this week. They didn't really mention it. So I don't know how the last spot is, uh, is being, um, is being determined. Um, the uh, okay, the third pick uh, in the draft, the Lions take Jeff uh, Okadua, I guess is how you say his name, cornerback from Ohio State. So that's three Buckeyes uh, taken, or no, uh, two Buckeyes in the top three picks. Uh, Joe Burrow is a former uh, Buckeye as well. Um, so uh, two Buckeyes in the first three picks. The New York Football Giants uh, are on the clock now. Um, now, Mark, how do you think how do you think Dan P is going to react to that great? grab for the Detroit Lions. He probably has to go change his undergarments because I bet he wet his pants. He's so excited right now. <laughs> this is going to be Detroit's year. <laughs> sure. Okay. Um, Why not? Ryan or uh, intern Mark, uh, any any thoughts to um, Kevin Owens not, not being, at least as of right now, in the uh, Money in the Bank match? No, nah, he'll, he'll be on another car. He'll be in another match on the show. Yeah, and I think too, like I mean, McIntyre versus Rollins for the WWE title. I think there's also maybe a possibility that Owens, uh, you know, causes uh, some interference or distraction in that one um, to, to maybe cause Rollins to uh, to to not win. Do, uh, uh, I do want to point out real quick that Jeff Akuda just did the "You Can't See Me" on his draft. Ah, there we go. I don't know if it was a nod for the birthday or just. It was just a, or just a big fan, just a big yeah. fan one of the two. Um, but could you see him? Where was he? <laughs> you might not have done it. I am drinking. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you might just be seeing things. Um, all right, Scotty. Uh, Scotty says, "What's this rumor? Triple H might be in the men's Money in the Bank match." I have no clue. I haven't. Uh, I haven't spent a lot of time uh, on Twitter. If you notice, our Twitter page has been fairly light. Uh, over the last few weeks, I have not, uh, even though I, I have nothing in the world but time right now, I've actually been off Twitter, um, except when I've been watching Wrestling Live. So um, I have no clue. I mean, if he is, then it could be fairly interesting, given that, uh, you know, given that, you know, he's, he, if anybody knows that building, you know, fairly well, it's, it's going to be Triple H. So maybe he will uh, get himself in there. Maybe John Cena is going to be in that match, and that's how he's going to work his way to number 17 this year. There is one thing and one thing only I hope for this match, 
and that is the secretary is still down there just saying, Well Wrestling Federation <laughs> Well Wrestling Federation That's, That's That is uh for. that is a great uh that is a great point. Um let's see here. Uh we'll get to some Triple H questions here in a little bit, Scotty, because uh we're we're gonna talk about him and his uh in his twenty fifth okay. anniversary here. Uh, in just a second, uh, Charlie asked. By the way, since we're under quarantine, what is Mark doing uh, to keep his internship? That's a really good question. But um, much like a lot of people's uh, like rent payments and things like that, um, we have uh, we have suspended the qualifications for intern Mark to uh, to retain as intern. So he is uh, he is still our intern. There are no requirements right now, uh, as we are just looking to make sure. He's ever been. Yeah, exactly. It's it, we're just making sure that uh, everybody remains uh, remains safe uh, and healthy at this time. So uh, once we uh, once we begin to work out of the the quarantines and uh, the the social distancing and stuff like that, then we will reinstitute uh, Mark's requirements uh, for his uh, to retain his internship with us. But uh, right now, Mark Mark is safe. He doesn't have to uh, he doesn't have to do anything to to, to continue to be. Uh, our intern. So, uh, any more thoughts, guys? On what the, the uh, what was he doing beforehand? Uh, uh, <laughs> I I was doing a lot. The WCW thing that was yeah that, that was... died off. That <laughs> died off that, around that, Halloween. That fell off a cliff and <laughs> and uh, exploded on impact. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a while since uh, since we had a. It's been a while. I have no excuse. It's been a while. I yeah. can revive it. Yeah, maybe that. Maybe that's what we can do. Maybe we can get him to revive the uh, the old WCW. The, you got the time. I got plenty of them. Yeah, and there, you, we got time. We all got time. But we got what time. What I hope for even more than that, Mark, is that you start going to Roots and you start asking Amish people wrestling-related questions. Oh my gosh, that would be. Uh, now that would be fun. Or Mennonite, it doesn't matter. You, yeah. I don't want you to steal their soul with your camera or whatever happens when you when you film <laughs> yeah, an Amish yeah. person. You might have to do like they do on uh, the Incredible Doctor Pole and like film their feet while you're talking to them, so they do their face. I could film their feet, if as long as they don't look at the camera, I think it's okay. Mark, what I'd like you to do is like record their voices and then just hold up a faceless Amish doll and just like, <laughs> it this voice is going. Now, Charlie, now if you that, if, that would be fun. If you thou, uh, thou cannot see thine, <laughs> uh, Charlie. If you keep talking like that, you're gonna get you're gonna find yourself in the block zone. He says, "Dude's been an intern for like four to five years. I know it's a gimmick, but give that man a full time spot. Come on now. Oh, how nice! Because here's the thing: if Charlie, he gets a full time spot, you. then we have to find a new intern, and then it becomes like six of us, and then uh, all the all the money we don't make has to get split up six ways. Like it just it just doesn't work out. Wait. Did, did we furlough Tim today? Is that why he's not with us? Um, Tim was furloughed. Yeah, I, apparently. I mean, I didn't get that memo. I, Tim hasn't even – he hasn't responded to any of our uh, any of our chats. So maybe he did get furloughed today. I don't know. I honestly no, don't know. Furloughed from three count Thursday. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, so so yeah, I guess he I guess he did get furloughed today. Uh, that's uh, – You're too deep into the Animal Crossing hole at this point. <laughs> um, He's addicted. Man, Charlie, you can't you can't talk about Hershey either. Mark's uh, Mark's still hurting. Oh, uh, and I guess I guess like Chocolate World's not even open, right? We got nothing. Chocolate uh, World, the the museum, the the gardens, the gardens are, the gardens are shut right down? now. My God, the gardens are shut down. 
Zoo America shut down too. Yep, Zoo America shut down. I was there the last day for all of them. Oh my gosh! Um, now, naturally, I I, <laughs> I heard this. Uh, I heard this story the other day. It was a zoo. I think it was like in Australia that um, they said that if you know, because obviously zoos um, are not open, and um, that they are if they can't get enough food to feed the animals that. Um, they may have to euthanize some, and they may have to feed some to the other animals, like up the food chain. So, um, you know, like I said, I think that was in Australia, but my God, I hope that that does not happen to... Well, uh, that was in Australia, and then the, the GW Zoo, right here in the great United States. Was it? Yeah, so... Yeah, yeah. He yeah. saw a tiger, and tiger saw a man. Yeah, it, so it, uh, you know, hopefully that doesn't uh, that doesn't happen. At uh, at the Great Zoo America at uh, at Hershey Park, that would be... well, they got plenty of chocolate for the animals. Yeah, I'm sure that's totally safe. Um, animals love chocolate. I, I had a the one time when I was uh, a kid, we were riding the monorail, and of course the monorail goes around, and you start going back into uh, start going back into Hershey Park, and there was a there was like a duck. That was flying, and it hit like you know where it has like the fence over like the lion, <laughs> the lion cage. It like hit the fence and fell, and there was this little kid that was like, "Mommy, the lion's playing with the ducky!" And uh, me and my dad and my brother, this almost died laughing because we're like, "Yeah, playing, playing with the ducky." Sure, he's playing on me. Yeah, he's playing with the ducky. All right, let's uh, let's talk about. The uh, tomorrow night on SmackDown, it was announced that uh, the WWE would begin uh, celebrating the 25th anniversary of uh, of Triple H. Um, <clears throat> now I don't know what exactly that means. Like if they're they're starting the celebration, if it's a one night celebration, um, or or what exactly that means. I know there's a a pretty cool logo that goes along with it and a cool T-shirt that uh, I will probably buy at some point. I know a couple of our uh, our, exactly. <clears throat> I know uh, a couple of our followers already have um, purchased that shirt. So, um, but uh, the the question that came to us, I'll get to Frank's question in a minute uh, because there was a couple of uh, of Triple H. There's a Triple H question up here. Uh, Scotty says, um, "How many pedigrees does Triple H give tomorrow for his 25th anniversary special?" Uh, I'm going to say 22. <laughs> He's gonna fall three short of hitting twenty five. I'll say twenty two. Four. Ryan says four. Matt, do you have a do you have a number prediction for? Um, um, let's go with. Let's go with six. Okay. And uh, Mark, do you have a prediction on the number of pedigrees that Triple H will hand out tomorrow? Well, let's see. I'm gonna. You know what? I'll go with three. Three. All right. Three threes. Uh, Andrew Thomas, offensive tackle from Georgia, is the pick to the New York Giants. Andrew Thomas, the fourth overall pick in the NFL draft. And uh, the Dolphins are on the clock. Oh, I should have hit the uh... – forgot I had the old draft sounder there. Um, and then uh, Scotty asked also about Triple H. said, thoughts on Triple H saying – WrestleMania should be two nights every year. This was something I forgot to bring up in our uh, in our WrestleMania recap this year. Um, obviously, you know, if you followed along with us over time, I've I've been a very big um, supporter of WrestleMania remaining 
uh, for one single night. But uh, but I got to tell you, the uh, the two nights at a, at around three ish hours a night for WrestleMania this year was quite the enjoyable watch. And I don't know if it's if it was just com- because it was combined with a quarantine and I couldn't go anywhere anyway. Um, because like normally we go to Matt's house or we watch pay per views at uh, at Tim's place or wherever. We go various places to watch pay per views and uh, kind of throw a party. Um, you know, so if, if WrestleMania moved to two nights, like, you know, we would have to, I don't know if we would do a show each day, uh, to, to prepare for that, uh, for that night's, uh, activities or whatever. That's something we would have to discuss, but I tell you what, I'm still, uh, in support of WrestleMania being a one night spectacular, but if the WWE makes the choice, uh, for it to be two nights, I would also have no problems, uh, with that as well. I, I am a one-night guy, and a lot of it goes with, like, attending a WrestleMania and going to a WrestleMania. It, it didn't feel that long sitting in the arena. Plus, it, I mean, it's a shit thing. you got to pay parking twice. You've got to – I don't know. I just I – just, I'm not a fan of the two-night idea. Okay. Matt? Um, I wouldn't necessarily be opposed to it. I like I know the normal schedule is Hall of Fame NXT WrestleMania. So if if they cut the Hall of Fame ceremony or like put that in the afternoon on one of the days uh, just to make it a two night thing, I think it's fine. But I I would still prefer it to be the one night just because of all the indie stuff we get around WrestleMania. Sure, I don't want that to be impacted because we get a lot of really good shows around that time like for the people that can't get the ticket or don't want to sit so far away, they can still go down for the experience. And there's so much good wrestling around that they can attend then um, just leading up to that. And then like stream it in the hotel room the next day if they want to. So that would be my only qualm is just how it would impact the indie scene around that time. Okay. Uh, and sir, Mark, your thoughts on uh, WrestleMania potentially becoming a two night affair. Tonight, you know what? I don't know that they uh, could get a seventy thousand people sell out two nights in a row. That might be a concern. So maybe smaller venues. But the uh, WrestleMania thirty five that uh, we attended was uh, that fell into two nights unintentionally. <laughs> two, or at least, early, at least, at least two calendar dates, right? Yeah, one two calendar two calendar days. That's for sure. But it did go by by very quickly. Uh, when you're there live, you don't realize. It's hours long, but at home, I, it does get a little, a little much. Yeah, it's um, you know, and and I would like to see if they do go to the two night thing. I would like to see them stick with uh, Hall of Fame on Thursday and just eliminate SmackDown on Friday and do uh, Takeover on Friday night. Like, what what more do you need to do, you know, to really build up to WrestleMania than you've already done over the the previous month or so on on TV and things like that? And you could even um, you know, work with work with Fox and do uh, you know a Wednesday night SmackDown or something that week. Um, you know something. I mean, I'm sure Fox could work a, a TV schedule around uh, to fit you in, or do a combined Raw SmackDown the the Monday before. You know, kind of get a little creative with it. But but I think that's uh, that's something as well. Scott or uh, Charlie says Wrestle Kingdom shows that can be done and how it can be done. Um, 
unless WWE goes back to under four hours, uh, Mania should be two nights. So Charlie is uh, pro uh, two nights. Um, well, the thing, the thing too for me is like, um, you know, the, obviously the WWE this year, you know, did the did the trademarks and and and, and the, the the catchphrase like you know the the event that's too big for one night. Um, and, and it kind of caught on. So maybe that's going to be one of the things that they, they look at as well as looking to use that as their marketing tool, um, uh, moving forward. Uh, Scotty says, uh, I know you don't watch NASCAR. They're coming back May 17th at Darlington. Yeah. So yeah, it looks like sports, um, are, are beginning to, uh, you know, are beginning to kind of kick back up a little bit. Uh, the PGA tour is going to be resuming in May, um, without, uh, without spectators, uh, the NHL potentially uh, k- kicking back up this summer. Uh, everything's going to be without spectators, but uh, you know WWE's kind of laid the blueprint um, for for pre- preparing us. And I, I, you know, watching watching Raw this Monday, and I even tweeted out that like it doesn't feel as strange anymore uh, watching wrestling without crowds. Like I mean, when it when it first started, it was like, wow, this is really really weird. Um, but the longer it's gone on, um, it's kind of become normal-ish uh do i want the crowds there do i want the cheers do i want the booze do i want the chance absolutely but um it, it doesn't feel as weird so for me anyway it's kind of been a, a buffer for whenever sports um you know the, when sports return uh frank says why would fox care about not uh airing smackdown if they aired live nxt takeover that that could be an option too um except the only you know then you got to make sure that you get a tight two hours because uh, takeovers have started to bleed into the two and a half, three hour um, uh, time frame as well, so it's definitely something that could all be in play. And, and I'm curious to see what the WWE um, does with uh, with WrestleMania um, next year. Uh, and we'll talk about WrestleMania next year here in, in just a second once we uh, get through talking uh, about Triple H, because uh, you know we, we don't want to forget about uh, about the game. He's a guy that gets forgotten so much. Um, in the uh, in the history of uh, wrestling, uh, the Dolphins. The pick is in the number five pick. Tua Tagovailoa, quarterback from Alabama, is the pick to the Miami Dolphins. Again, that that one not very surprising. Uh, I think I think um, you know if you're if you're a Dolphins fan, you kind of saw this one coming. Um, Ryan, is your is your old man okay? Is he is he happy with this? Is he even aware that he's it's... not? He's not. I don't think he's watching the draft tonight. If he is, he's going to a hooga wooga. <laughs> um, but uh, as long as he heals up, I think uh, I think he should do uh, do pretty damn good. He of course had the... my dad. He's doing well. He's healing up well. Yeah, oh, good, good, good. Uh, the... He broke his coccyx. Oh, that's never good. That's never good. No, it slipped right down the stairs. Broke the old coccyx. Ooh, not good. Not good. Oh. Devin, are you happy uh, with the pick with uh, with Tua? Uh, leave a leave the comment there. But uh, Frank Frank asked a question when I think when it was uh, announced um, about uh, the the Triple H twenty fifth anniversary. I know we 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 posted up there, uh, and and he asked, um, "Do you guys think Triple H buried more guys or created more superstars? Uh, has anyone actually done the math on it?" Um, and uh, and and I I questioned the term buried, and I think um, he clarified that it could either be buried or um, he won when somebody else probably should have. And I think probably the most uh, glaring example of that one I believe was the the Booker T um, in uh, in a championship match. Uh, Devin not happy 
with the Tua pick. Devin, I think you're going to regret those words one day, but um, I guess time That's will Roman tell. Roman Reigns' cousin, dude. <laughs> Is it? Maybe? Sure. Fact check on that one. Um, <laughs> but uh, for me, I didn't I didn't do – I didn't actually sit down and do the math. I, uh, I thought about doing it, um, but I'm lazy right now. I'll be totally honest about it. Um, but just off the top of my head, and, and I know uh, at one point I, I had done the math on <coughs> WrestleMania matches, and I think Triple H um, was right around 500 in, in WrestleManias. Um, I, I know I did look up his pay-per-view win-loss record is 87, 79, and 6. Uh, so his winning percentage in pay-per-views is only is, is just over 50%. Um, yes, there have been without a doubt instances where, where there have been points in triple H's career where he has benefited from his position, uh, both in the family and in the company. Um, but I think there's also been, been instances as well where, uh, where he, you know, did put guys over in the right way. And, and I think one of the most, um, prominent examples that comes to my mind on that one is the Daniel Bryan, the journey up, you know, from SummerSlam and up through WrestleMania 30. So um, maybe in his in his younger career, when he was more Triple H, the game only, the the wrestler only, um, he he kind of fought and and held his spot. But I think as he's maybe it was the, maybe it was about the time he shaved his head that uh, things began to change for old uh, for old Paul Levesque, and uh, and he started to see things in a, in a bigger picture. Um, but but without doing the math, Frank, and and uh, I, I apologize to you that I didn't actually sit and do the hard numbers on it. But just uh, just off off the top of my head, I I would I would think that he did more to create more superstars. That doesn't even necessarily mean that he lost matches. So I think that's where kind of that you know that that the the, the terminology. Do you look at like Triple H winning a, a match or winning the feud is? burying somebody then yeah then you you may lean more on the berry side but sometimes just being in the ring with somebody um of, of that level can uh can elevate you as well i mean you think of the number of times that you know rick flair had a historic match with somebody that you know they may not have won but they got elevated or or, or what have you so um for me it's it's created more stars uh ryan your thought on this yeah, man, he's like banging the boss's daughter. That's why he gets the rap that he gets. I don't think if we go back, I'm, I'm almost positive he's going to have almost a 50-50 win-loss record. At the worst, 60-40. At the very worst. The guy doesn't bury people all the time. Plus, you can look at the people he's made not by just wrestling with them, but being in factions much like Evolution. WrestleMania, he's 10 and 13 at WrestleMania. 10 and 13 at WrestleMania. Matt, your thought on this uh, on this question? Um, my, my opinion is definitely going to be biased because Triple H is one of my favorites. If I'm making a Mount Rushmore, he's certainly on it. I think I would put him three behind HBK and Guerrero. So um, I'm never going to necessarily critique much of what he does. I can see where the criticism comes from. Like Ryan said, 
he has the position that he has. So anytime there's any kind of success, it's going to be hinted at at least. Um, but for me, in terms of Triple H and creating versus burying, my main thing with Triple H is just how hands-on he was with NXT. And everyone that we've seen come out of NXT, Triple H played a large part in that company um, or the developmental brand and making sure that the stars of NXT translated to stars in WWE. Um, so for him and his involvement in NXT, I'm always going to give him the nod of just more creation than burying. Yeah, that's that's a great point as well. I did. Uh, I was able to find his uh, win loss record uh, again at pay per views eighty seven seventy nine and six. Non pay per views uh, he is three thirty five two fifty four and sixty six. Um, so the win the the percentage on pay per views fifty point five eight percent in the win column. Uh, fifty one point one five non pay per view matches. Uh, winning percentage overall uh, and this counts his OVW days uh, his WCW days um, and of course his full WWE uh, slash WWF timeline as well he is 422 333 and 72 uh, that winning percentage there 51.03 percent um, so obviously the the, the draws kind of take away his loss percentages are, are around 40 to 45 in each category but um, his winning percentages are just above the 50% line, um, pay-per-view, non-pay-per-view, uh, and overall for his career. So, yeah, I, you know, he um, he obviously, like we said, is right around the 500 mark. Intern Mark, your thoughts what the on... What uh... you keep showing over there? I was moving the... I, I had to scratch my nose, so I moved it. That's the, uh, that's the overpriced DT right here. I certainly bring hope that the, bring him over there. Let me see him. I no, certainly hope that, that you washed your hands before you're scratching your nose there, intern well, Mark. Uh, of course. Uh, but the uh, the next pick is in the number six pick was the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. Justin Herbert, the quarterback from the Oregon Ducks, is headed to Los Angeles. Um, and yeah, Frank, it is it is a little bit more than than just uh, win loss. I, I don't uh, I don't deny that as well. But you know, and you know, he's he. Even even in times where he's won matches and 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 won, um, you know the feuds. I think uh, th- that superstars can be made even in a loss. So um, I, I, I if I'm if I'm getting your tone from the initial question and and this, I would take it, Frank, that you are on the side of that he has buried more than created. Am I am I extrapolating that? From uh, from from you here as well. Um, it's all about the game and how you play it. There you go. I'm going to hit the old uh, the old dinger on that one. Intern Mark, your thought on uh, on this question? Well, you know, I started to think about the people that Triple H buried, like Chris Jericho and Taz and Booker T. But then, you know, you really think about it. Like Matt had a great point with NXT. I, I think Triple H may go down being remembered for more things he's done outside of the ring as far as NXT than he will for what he did in the ring. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a great point as well. Frank says, um, he's saying, it, I'm not saying it's not arguable, but it is arguable. It's absolutely arguable. 100%. Um, you know, but I, I think, I think there's, there's other, there's other guys that um, have been at or near the top that 
have done have done more to hurt people's careers than Triple H. I will say that. Like I mean, oh, the, yeah, sure. and, and like I said, there's there's definitely instances where Triple H probably should have lost a match that he won. Uh, and I like I said, I think most notably that one would be the uh, the Booker T match for the title. So there has definitely been individual instances where Triple H should have taken an L when he didn't. But um, you know, I, I I do think um, I do think that 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 overall he's he's done more good than harm. And Frank says he's not not for sure on the uh, the Barry side. He just thought it was worth uh, the discussion, which we appreciate that. Yeah, if there's ever anything, I mean, especially, go ahead, Ryan. It's, it's all. It's it's also staged, right? Like we all know that. Well, yeah, obviously. Like we we get this. Sure, but I mean, when you look at you know most glaringly, and we we've talked about you know Bray Wyatt over our our six year history on this show. You go back to WrestleMania thirty, you know the John Cena victory over Bray Wyatt. I I you know there whether it was a quote unquote burial or not because I I do hate that term. Um. I think that you know that was one where Cena should have taken the L. I think that did more damage to Bray Wyatt than it would have done to John Cena at that point. Um, John Cena and Rusev. Oh yeah, the the very yeah, next year, like one. you know, Cena had a had a couple there that um, that that definitely uh, you know didn't help young careers. If uh, if nothing else, it didn't it didn't help uh, young careers. So um, I also think in a loss. Triple H can put people over, like the opponent, much like Sting at WrestleMania. Great match. Got one of the better matches out of Sting. Sure. And, like Sting lost it. I got it. He brought out everybody. Came out. It was. It was a. It was a, a moment. Racket. It was like it was a. It was a WrestleMania it was a cool moment, moment that put Sting and the whole thing over. Sure. Sure. And it and bury Sting there. And, no, and and again, that's one of those ones where arguably, and and I, and I can understand, especially from the. Uh, the WCW people that that's one that people wish that Triple H would have and 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 maybe could have should have whatever uh, whatever adverb you want to put in there, um, you know that maybe that's one that that Triple H should have taken the L on, um, but I think it makes more sense for Triple H to get the win there. They had to. They had to know going into that. As soon as they made that WCW versus WWE, it had to be Triple H. So right. Like there was no other outcome. Had to be. Right. Had. You know. And and yeah. When you when you when you drew that line in the sand, um, haha. See evolution line in the sand. Get it? Um, the uh, once you once you drew that line, yeah. It had it had to be WWE because remember we were watching WrestleMania, not Starcade. WWE won, WCW lost. That's the way it was going to be. Ding um, yourself, big guy. Yeah, let me hit that. Let me hit that dinger. Um, you have to remember, Triple H went from terrorizing to the blue blood <laughs> and screwed and sexed his way all the way to the top. Well, and and also too, we, we you know the, 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 an important thing to remember about Triple H is he was the one that fell victim to the curtain call. Because you weren't going to punish Shawn Michaels. You couldn't punish Hall or Nash. So there was one guy that was the fall guy because that that was going to be the summer of Triple H. Ding yourself again, you know, Big th- Jim. That. Oh, I hit the wrong button. This fits. Yeah. 
Let's not go too far here. <laughs> you know, that was going to be the summer of Triple H, and uh, it ended up being uh, the summer of Austin. So, um, you know, Triple H being a fall guy set up, um, you know, set up the 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 summer of Austin. Um I mean, yeah, I mean, Frank says he said that's fine, but if that's uh, the way they're booking it, then we have the right to be pissed. You always have the right to be pissed. Well, let me ask this, um, and, and Frank answered too in the comments, if you're making a Mount Rushmore of WWE, are you leaving Triple H off of that Mount Rushmore? For me, I'm not, but again, I'm biased, so. Man, um, <clears throat> I, I've said for a long time that that Triple H might be like in my top five all time favorite wrestlers. So, and especially now, like sitting here with everything that he's done for NXT and building the 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 future of the WWE, the people he's brought into NXT, it might be real hard for me to leave Triple H off a WWE Mount Rushmore. Like, would he be on my pro wrestling Mount Rushmore? No, because I think there's, there's, there's too many, you know, from the past and the overall history of the business, but from a WWE standpoint, for me, he might be on it because especially, you know, I don't know how much longer Vince McMahon's going to be running the, the WWE. I mean, I mean, I know everybody says he's going to run it till he dies, and and that's probably accurate. Um, but at some point, you know, Triple H and or Stephanie is going to take over and and going to begin running the company. And what we've seen in NXT with what Triple H has done there, um, you know, I I absolutely uh, am looking forward to what he can do uh, running the uh, the whole show. All right, the uh, next pick is in the the seventh pick in the NFL draft. Derek Brown, defensive tackle from Auburn is headed to the Carolina Panthers. Derek Brown, defensive tackle, Auburn uh, to the Panthers. Um, let's see, Frank says uh, it's not what's best for the character and not what's best for the story. It's only what's best for uh, WWE and McMahon's ego. I mean, when yeah. that's who's booking the show, that's generally what happens. No I mean, argument there. I mean, same thing happened with uh, with WCW and, and, you know, throughout the years, you know, especially once – the uh, the Bischoff and and uh, and the Hogan and the NWO crew uh, kind of took over there. Charlie says Taz is the only match uh, of Triple H that I feel should have gone the other way, uh, and Booker T as well. Um, Frank said his Mount Rushmore: Hogan, Savage, Rock, Stone Cold, or he could he could see Hogan, Rock, uh, Stone Cold, and Cena. Yeah, that'd be an interesting discussion. And here's the thing too, and I was gonna say, and and we'll you know we'll kind of uh, close up some thoughts uh, on the, on this topic, and if you guys uh, kind of think of your Mount Rushmore, uh, Ryan and Mark, um, but especially during this like quarantine time, um, if you guys want to throw like any topics our way that you want to kind of hear us uh, discuss and think, we have we have some uh, different ideas for not just our normal Thursday show. Ooh, very nice, Matt. Um, our, just for our Thursday night live show, but some special recordings we might uh, sit down and do. But if there's any topics you want to see us discuss, throw them, throw them our way so we can uh, take care of Ryan. Yeah, brands of celery. Uh, Ho Deckers and nobody else. There, discussion over. 
Uh, Ryan, Mark, do you guys have what would be a WWE Mount Rushmore? See, you keep saying WWE, Jim. Are we after get the F out? So that would eliminate somebody like a Hulk Hogan? Or are we talking the World Wrestling Federation Entertainment brand? Brand overall, I would say. Yeah, brand overall, I would say. Overall. I don't know how you would make a Mount Rushmore without putting a Hulk Hogan on it. Hogan has to be there. I just, I don't know how anybody could, if you were including the entire brand of the WWE. Oh, yeah, Hogan Hogan is, uh, to me, non-negotiable. Yeah. I, I would go Hogan... Austin, The Rock, and John Cena. Those are the four okay. flag bearers that I can think of. Okay. You can substitute maybe The Rock with Shawn Michaels. But it, that, that those are like the, the four or five I'm thinking of. Yeah, like for me, it's like Hogan. Hogan's definitely there. Triple H is a close. Like he'd, be, he'd be probably right at four. Like he'd be close. You know, and, and the names that, like, really come out, Rock, Stone Cold. Um, and, and to me, I, I, I keep I keep looking at The Undertaker. Um, oh, it, it would be hard for me to, to make a Mount Rushmore and not have The Undertaker there because Hogan left, Austin left, Rock left to Hollywood, um, Brett left, Michaels got hurt, um, but The Undertaker – you know he he was always there, um, and and you know even as as the the preview for the upcoming like last ride series on the network, you know for for a, a number of years even in recent years, he would WrestleMania, surgery rehab WrestleMania like that's a guy like you and I and I, I obviously I've seen a lot of discussion about Mark Calloway the man away from. WWE and some of his political beliefs and things like that. But, you know, if we're going to dig into that part, then, you know, Hulk Hogan doesn't have the uh, shiniest off screen. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin beat his ex-wife. Like, if you really want to start digging down in, uh, you can probably find a lot of ugly things for a lot of people. Uh, The number eight pick is in Isaiah Simmons, outside linebacker Clemson, goes to the uh, Arizona Cardinals. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I would probably have Undertaker on my, uh, Rushmore as well. Um, Frank does say this, he says he'd put, uh, Hogan Rock, Stone Cold, Cena, and then, uh, Undertaker, Bret Hart, Macho Man, all ahead of Triple H, uh, in his. And here's the thing with, with Triple H, and this is why he's on mine and it goes, it continues to go back to NXT and not just what Triple H did for WWE as a wrestler, but what he's done behind the scenes as well, like to pave that next way. I think he's done a whole lot more than anyone else that we could say ahead of him. Like those other seven people that Frank named are all like, I couldn't say you shouldn't have them on over H. I mean, there's, there's good arguments for all of them, but for me, not just, career-wise but what he's done for the industry afterwards like the same reason why i would have stone cold on just because of after getting out of the business his podcast has just done a lot with exploring storylines bringing wrestling back keeping people connected i think that plays a large role so that's why i have triple h in mind but again 
anyone that Frank named is is a reasonable substitution. Yeah, yeah, and you know, and and you know, and I Charlie said, you know, has Undertaker ever moved the needle like a uh, like a Rock or a Hogan or a Stone Cold? Probably not, but you know, and that's where the sub- subjective nature of any of these type of discussions always ends up is how do you put your your Mount Rushmore together? That's why I said for me, uh, you know, Taker probably has to be there because, you know, in in a time when people got greedy, people just wanted money. And again, I'm putting Bret Hart, my all-time favorite wrestler, um, in that category. You know, he he went and took a big money deal. Now, whether or not Vince forced him into it or whatever, that's going to be a debated topic for the uh, all of eternity. But... The Undertaker never did that. The Undertaker stayed loyal to Vince, and and for a guy his size, you know, always you know put his body on the line and everything, time after time, year after year. So, you know, and, and did he did he ever have the popularity of those guys? No, but you know, sometimes it's not all about uh, popularity. Uh, intern Mark, do you have at your uh, WWE Mount Rushmore? Yes, I do. And you know why does it just have to be four? It's so hard. That is the challenge. Four. Uh, definitely Hogan. And then you got to put The Rock and Austin in there. And the fourth guy, man, I was really, uh, I was thinking about Roddy Piper or even the Iron Sheik, honestly, that, that were two of the best heels of all time. Um, cheeky baby. Cheeky baby. Boy, and of course, Triple H and The Undertaker. You know what? But I, I'd probably have to go with Shawn Michaels. Okay, that's solid. That's solid. Um, Devin has his. He says uh, Hogan, Stone Cold, John Cena, and The Undertaker. So um, at least I got at least I got one person to agree with me on the uh, the Undertaker portion of the uh, of the Mount Rushmore. Um, but yeah, no, I mean uh, I'm gonna I'm interested to see what they do um, with uh, for Triple H's twenty uh, fifth uh, st- starting tomorrow. Or it could just be just tomorrow. I'm not again. I'm not exactly sure how they're uh, doing this celebration here, um, but it uh, begins anyway tomorrow night on uh, on SmackDown, uh, eight o'clock Eastern uh, on Fox. Uh, let's talk about this: the uh, the WWE um, and WrestleMania 37. Obviously, 339 days uh, from today. Um, the uh, WrestleMania 37 slated to take place at Los Angeles SoFi Stadium, but uh, that venue is still under construction. The construction of that stadium has been put on halt because of the uh, the coronavirus and the lockdowns and things like that. Um, WrestleVotes, uh, which is a, a Twitter account that is usually uh, pretty reliable as it pertains to um, uh, the as it pertains to the um, you know, rumors and, and spoilers and, and anything like that. Uh, they said that they tweeted on, uh, I think it was Tuesday this week. Full disclaimer, it's far too early to speculate on specific details. However, WWE has begun researching a, quote, plan B on an alternate site to host um, WrestleMania 37 in the state of California. Uh, it's not allowing large gatherings and or SoFi Stadium is not finished uh, on time. Um, so an interesting tidbit, uh, which, which to me begs the question, um, 
Now, I think that the stadium will be built in time. I think they will finish the stadium off. I don't think that's going to be the problem. I think the problem will be, will California be allowing large gatherings by that point? Because that is a stadium that will hold over 100,000 people for an event such as WrestleMania. Um, so the, uh, the the question I came up with uh, was, and I think I may have seen it from another Twitter page, but if WWE cannot hold WrestleMania 37 at SoFi Stadium 339 days from today. Again, if it is one night as well. So could be 338, but as of now, it's 339. Um, where would you like to see WrestleMania 37 uh, be held? Let's go to Ryan first. Clipper Magazine Stadium, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Definitely wouldn't be 100,000. But Damn right. I think they could set an attendance record at the old clip as well. Uh, Matt, where would you like to see it? Um, if they're not doing it at the Performance Center again, then I think that next year would be the time to just do it at the headquarters. <laughs> have it there. Okay. All right. Uh, intern Mark. There was a really nice building down uh, at the host which would be a good place host in Lancaster PA. Oh yeah, they did. Uh, they did redo that, uh, that, uh, the, the old expo center there, they did redo that. So if we're going local and I think Mark would agree with me here, uh, York fairgrounds has hosted plenty of wrestling shows. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Have they have. There's a great Hershey park stadium. You could probably yeah. set an attendance record there. Um, I bet you could. to me, to me, I, uh, I put it straight out that I think that if they if they can't do it in in L.A., and I think the only reason they're not going to be able to do it in L.A. is because L.A. is not going to be allowing large gatherings. Like I think that, that their mayor seems a little um, pro, a little more proactive as opposed to some. Like he's he's kind of he, he's going very extreme. Obviously, something he can back off of later. It's kind of like when you take your car for an estimate at a garage. Like it's always better for them to go. I think it's going to be twenty five hundred bucks, and then when they do the work, it's like it came out to twenty one twenty. Oh, cool! I I saved you know almost four hundred dollars, as opposed to them going, hey, it's going to be like twelve hundred bucks, and then they like dig in and it's like, oh, actually, it's going to be like you know three thousand. Like you you always want to overshoot, and you can, um, you know, you can always uh you know backtrack uh, off of that. So I think the only reason it doesn't get done there is because L A doesn't allow it. Um, and, and, and to me then do it back at Tampa, just do what you were going to do this year, uh, make a new logo and, uh, and, and do it in, uh, in Tampa, the number nine pick in the NFL draft is in, uh, CJ Henderson, cornerback from Florida is, uh, heading to the Jacksonville Jaguars. So he's not going too far from where he played, uh, in college, uh, ringsiders checking in with us. They said, we're extremely late, but hello. And good evening from California. Good evening from California. Hey, Hopefully. You were uh, California. You and everybody out there is uh, is staying safe and healthy. Uh, Frankie, yes, do we have Jim, any... Have you ever been to California this time of year? I have not. Is Ab- it... Absolutely stunning, beautiful. The whole state, stunning. beautiful. Um, from crust to tip, beautiful. Crust to tip. Uh, Frankie, yes, do we have any idea why WWE never tapes in Hershey anymore? We've hypothesized that I think it might just be a. Um, the cost of the giant center. I think Hershey is just looking for too much money to, uh, to host. Ooh, yeah. Hershey. Cause I mean, they, you know, they, they, they do tapings at the, uh, Baltimore civic center. They do tapings at, uh, 
at Wilkesbury, which is dump up in Wilkesbury. Yeah, that shithole up in Wilkesbury. So uh, Giant Center nicer than either of those buildings, um, but I think it comes down to cost because I've heard that the Wilkesbury's got a grotto though. They do have a grotto, um, but I, I found a really great bar uh, in Hummelstown, not far from the Giant Center, that I would gladly eat at before uh, or after a a wrestling show and and have a TV show there. What's that place called? Uh, it's called Burrow. B-O-R-O in, in Hummelstown. Yeah, it's delicious. It, never heard of it. Yeah, they have these little cordon blue balls. Yeah, <laughs> they are fantastic. Six of them in an order with this honey mustard. Fucking delicious. Um, are they doing you, carry you, out? You've never, you've never told us about this place. I'm so pissed. I've only recent, I, never... I only recently discovered it. So, like, when you know where you... Your ass hasn't gone nowhere in months. Well, and it, well, you haven't been told us about over this a month. Thing well, yeah, I mean, I only recently discovered it before the, the lockdown. So I apologize that I didn't tell you about it. But if it's What's the, uh, you know, the, you know where uh, Arugas is in Hershey, right yeah, off yeah. of Hershey Park Drive. So if you turn there, don't turn into Arugas. Go up over the hill. And Burroughs right. right there over the uh, over the hill. Yeah, it's fantastic. Tiny little place, but it is delicious. Um, but that, uh, that's, that's, Arugas, that's a good one-two punch. Well, a great one-two punch. Um, going to work through a couple topics here, and then uh, and then we're going to get out of here. We've actually been on the air for an hour and a half. This this has really flown by tonight. Um, Ooh, okay. But uh, earlier this week, a WWE employee anonymously spoke out. It was at a meeting of the Orange County Board of County Commissioners on Tuesday morning. A comment submitted by what was said to be a WWE employee raised concerns about the company continuing to run despite the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, Planning Administrator Eric Rash uh, read the comment from, quote, John, who said that his employer is World Wrestling Entertainment. Uh, that they are, quote, forcing me to work the TV tapings for its weekly shows despite stay-at-home orders for coronavirus. I'm unable to speak out as I need this job, and I know I'll be fired if I approach my higher-ups. Despite sanitary precautions, we cannot maintain social distancing and uh, are having to touch other people. Uh, I request the government to shut down these tapings and enforce the stay-at-home order so my colleagues and I uh, can follow social distancing rules uh, without fear of repercussions uh, of losing our jobs. Timeout. Jedrick Willis Jr., offensive tackle from Alabama, is going to the Cleveland Browns Woo! with the uh, number ten pick. All the right. Jets, the New York yes. Jets, are on the are on the clock. Um, in a statement on Tuesday afternoon, sent to the Wrestling Observer, WWE said, "Quote: These allegations aren't true. Employees know that they can confident, confidentially go to human resources, not the public." Notwithstanding the appropriate protocol, no one would be fired if they were uncomfortable with their surroundings. Uh, We made accommodations for individuals upon request. WWE, of course, recently changed its pro TV tapings for a second time, moving away from a weekly live format for Raw, SmackDown, NXT to a taping schedule that will cover them for weeks at a time before needing to restart the process all over again. All shows in recent weeks and for the foreseeable future are being taped at the Performance Center in Orlando. Um, So uh, the question is, do you, A, believe that, quote, John, uh, said to be a WWE employee, is in fact an employee who is being forced to work these tapings, uh, or do you take the WWE's point of view? And have has your stance on WWE continuing to run shows changed? Uh, for me, I'm not necessarily denying that this person exists or sent that, um, as depending their standing in the company, they may not feel comfortable asking for time off. I mean, obviously we've seen uh, Roman Reigns step away. 
um, for, for various reasons, uh, which, of course, is, is completely understandable. Um, but to me, I, I would be very shocked right now, <clears throat> both just from a standpoint of everything going on and also the the fact that you have investors and things like that, that if it was indeed, like, truthfully found out that you were not – you are not letting people um, who have come to you and say, hey, I'm really not comfortable with this. Uh, would it be cool if I just kind of, uh, you know, found a way to work from home or something like that, depending what the position is. Uh, I'd be very shocked right now if uh, the WWE, amongst all the other PR that they're getting at this point, um, actually, like, told somebody, look, you have to do this or you will be fired. Um, but that's just me. Ryan, uh, your thoughts on uh, on this one? Jim, you know they're never going to say that. Of course, and then they're going to let you know that they made accommodations for, I don't know, people like Roman Reigns, who you're not going to publicly drag out and fire for not being at tapings. However, low man on the totem pole who just witnessed a shitload of terminations how comfortable were you going to feel walking into HR saying like, man, I don't know if this is for me right now. I want this job. I just don't want to do it now with everything going. Here's the deal. Do I think it was probably a miscommunication and something overblown? I really do, but I can get the mentality of that. And what was the guy's name? John. John was the anonymous John, name. John. Good, maybe that's a good. That's a good comment. I John, don't know. Maybe John, John Doe. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I, oh, yeah, I, don't I see. Here. I see what you're doing hey. there. Ah, uh, that could be. That could be. Very good, uh, Matt. <laughs> Matt, your thoughts on this one? Um, I mean, as someone that still myself goes in to the office not as often as I normally would, but still does have to go in um, and is still employing essential employees. I understand both sides of the coin. I understand if someone doesn't feel comfortable and if someone would come to me and say, I don't feel comfortable, I'm going to tell them, don't come in. That's well within your right. You don't have to. I'm not going to force you to. So I, I think it kind of came from like that kind of just HR speak and they probably read between the lines of it a little bit is what I would think happened. Like they went and said, I'm not comfortable. And they were told, okay, well, if you don't feel comfortable, you don't have to come in, but we need to find someone that can come and do this. So their hand was kind of forced. Um, it's probably somewhere in that gray area. Right. And with everything going on, I don't think anyone can really be at fault. Uh, everyone's kind of got a job to do. Everyone's got to put food on the table. Sometimes the tough decision has to be made. Um, but I, I think it was just kind of in that realm of like, hey, I don't want to come in. And they're like, okay, well, you don't have to, but we're still up and running. So if you can't do this job, someone else will have to. Yeah, Charlie brings up a good point here. Uh, he says, uh, and, and again, we don't know where John, um, you know, what position within the company he is. Where is he? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but Charlie says, Graves is staying home. NXT announced her home. Adam Cole's been home. Again, those are people that um, are probably on the safer side. If this is a, um, you know, this is a, a 
entry level script writer. If this is an you know some sort of entry level position, then then maybe they don't uh, feel as comfortable. Uh, it's hard to tell um, who the uh, anonymous employee is. Intern Mark, your thoughts on uh, on this situation here? Well, I'll tell you, yeah, it could be anybody. It doesn't necessarily have to be a wrestler. It could be production. Who knows? But now it's kind of tough. I see the it's a tough spot to be in. The uh, me being an essential worker, <laughs> which I never realized that until about a month and a half ago, right. I was essential. <laughs> the uh, I deal with the general public every day, so I'm probably more at risk than uh, somebody in a closed set. But Possibly, still. Um, yeah. I'd, I'd rather uh, almost be at home too, to be honest with you. But <laughs> I got kids, and I need this job. You do, you so do. So that's a really tough. It's a tough spot kids. to be in. Yeah, it's uh, it's a tough one. And again, um, and and honestly, you know, this was kind of one that that I'm not going to spend a lot of time on. <clears throat> like I thought this week, like that, I'm surprised Daniel Bryan is uh, is is actually still, you know, actively actively wrestling. You know, just because. Um, you know, when when they travel and uh, and get home from from the the shows, they kind of have to quarantine themselves out of safety. Of course, uh, Daniel's uh, wife Brie Bella is is currently pregnant. Um, you know, so it is. That's why. The, that's why he's still working. He doesn't want to be around. He doesn't want to be around. Um, a pregnant wife? You're damn right. I'm going to quarantine down at the hotel. But yeah, it just it kind of surprised me that he's uh, is he's actually still active because of that. But um, you know, I, I thought of that as well. Here's another thing I thought this week as the as we saw the NXT Women's Champion once again on Monday Night Raw. Um, a little disappointing that I thought Charlotte would have been spending more time uh, with the NXT brand. Uh, after winning the NXT Women's Title, um, this is unfortunately one of those things. I don't know all the details with the Rhea Ripley situation, <clears throat> but Ooh, you're I, okay, that big deal. I'm okay. I'm okay. But I just, <laughs> I, I really do wish that uh, Charlotte would be on NXT more than she was on Raw. I guess she's a member of the Raw roster. Preach. Um. Just a couple of, uh, of, of topics uh, here. We're going to kind of work our way through fairly quickly and then get out of here. Um, this week, uh, you know, if you kind of fell asleep at the wheel. Is that the, Mark Henry? I, maybe. It might have been. Uh, here we go. We have the number 11 selection in the, uh, in the NFL draft. The New York Jets are selecting Mecky Becton, an offensive tackle from Louisville to the New York Jets. Smart play for them. Protect that quarterback. Uh, yeah, the Island Springs, Virginia, great player. The Las Vegas Raiders are now on the clock. The Las Vegas Raiders are on the clock. Um, hey, speaking of which, Las Vegas might be a landing spot for that WrestleMania. They seem to be ready to open up tomorrow. They're willing to geez. gamble on the town, gamble My on God. black, bring, bring the WWE. The, they don't the, give a the shit. Mayor. They're ready to open and get down to business. Yes, they are. I, I, the, the mayor of Las Vegas wants to make her population a control group for reopening. Bring the WWE. My God. Um, just very stunning words from the Las Vegas mayor uh, yesterday. Um, but Rob Gronkowski, the current and reigning 24-7 champion, uh, has unretired from the NFL. 
he has been traded to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to be reunited with one Tom Brady. Um, so that begs the question, what happens to the 24-7 title? Uh, I know our truth has already uh, spoken up that he's going to be looking for Gronk um, in Florida. Uh, I, I, I think that uh, it won't be long until uh, R-Truth gets his baby back and uh, and Rob Gronkowski ends up in the WWE alumni section of WWE.com. With, with Gronk getting there first, it's only a matter of time, I guess, right, till, till Aaron Hernandez comes and picks up the championship? Oh, oof. We went there. Oh, wow. Too soon for Aaron Hernandez. Wow. 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 Um, Matt, what do you think uh, the future holds for the old twenty-four-seven title? Um, I, I mean, I, it's kind of unfortunate that like we're not going to see Gronk celebrating a touchdown, and then our truth coming in and pinning him. <laughs> I don't think he's going to hold on to it until the fall, unfortunately. Yeah. So I do see it coming back, but hopefully they do something draft weekend with it. Like you, you have the opportunity at this point, like Gronk being interviewed by, I don't know, Michael Irvin or Trey Wingo. Sure. Our uh, truth comes and kicks the leg out of the chair, gets the pin, takes the belt. Oh, he pulls up. the old Snitsky on him. I get it. I see where you're at. <laughs> <laughs> the opportunity so with this being draft weekend like this is the perfect time to get the belt off of Gronk in like a non oh shit he hurt himself really bad right before football season kind of way yep yeah no doubt uh Mark any other thoughts on this one I know football's not your most uh interested topic that you've ever talked about no, I'd like to uh, – I don't have much to say about football. I, I like, other than, If you want to talk about the Detroit Lions, I could sit here and talk to you all day about them. <laughs> but other, other than that, I don't have much to say about football. Oh, my but, God. But I'd like to see uh, R-Truth get his title back, that's for sure. No doubt. Mark, can you, can you name me three Detroit Lion players of all time? Just any three players. Of all players. time? Uh, let me think here. I'm trying to think of the best three. It was. Uh, it shouldn't have taken you this long to at least get one. Well, Uncle Milty was a big guy back in the '80s. Remember Uncle Milty? No, Uncle no, Milty I don't. Big. I remember Milty. I'll give it to him. <laughs> yeah, Uncle Milty. There was uh, Peter Kolkara. Oh, he he was a great running back. And then uh, probably uh, Buzz McLean. He was a good one too. Who the hell is this? So no, no Barry Sanders. <laughs> so uh, there are no yeah, Barry Sanders. Choice. So I, I, I love how like you know they're showing the grouping of fans on these conference calls for each team. For you know, the the Raiders had like three empty boxes in the bottom right corner. Not a good look, Las Vegas. Not a good look for uh for starting right now. What's that? They already opened everything up. They're all back. Like, they're they're, yeah, they're all, they're they're back to gambling. Um. I'd like to see Mel Kuyper win the 24-7 championship this weekend. I'd like to see Mel Kuyper's hair win the 24-7 championship. Um, Mel Carter. The, uh... Mine's gone. It's leaving. The, um... Jim, how's your hair doing right now, actually? Oh, it's... It's still growing. Let's see this. God! God. So bad! At least... At least... 
At least in some places it's still growing. Not so much the front of the head. Um, But uh, Cody Rhodes gave an update uh, on the AEW video game, which has been uh, confirmed, but but unannounced. So, like, we we know that it's coming, but we don't know. uh, There actually hasn't been an official... Uh, announcement from AEW, but Cody Rhodes shed some light uh, in a question-answer session with Bleacher Report. Um, he says the AEW video game will be something all fans know about as we begin the process and as we move forward. That time just isn't now. Uh, Cody's uh, entire answer focuses uh, on trying to settle fans down, uh, showing that perhaps the hype for a game uh, has built a little faster than intended. Um he says, if we were to make uh, a very good game, which is our intention, it's going to take time. Game development is arduous. It's a creative space. We want to do it right. He says, be extra patient uh, so they can deliver. So not a whole lot of news on the game front. It, it, it will be coming at some point for AEW. Um, so you they, they want to make sure they get it right. They probably want to avoid some of the uh, pitfalls that WWE 2K20 uh, fell into this year. And I, I saw some, some rumors that... Um, there may not be a 2K21, and I don't know if that's um, because of – I know there was some shifting around uh, with the 2K brand. I know Tim talked about that a little bit uh, a couple months ago. Um, or uh, because of the coronavirus, maybe some of the game development um, is, is kind of uh, on the uh, on the shutdown uh, here temporarily. And then the final story I have – Hey, real, real, real quick, do we know any partners with that AEW game? I haven't. Will it, will it be Ukes? Uh, I have not. I don't, I don't believe I've heard of anything. Uh, Henry Riggs the third wide receiver uh, from uh, Alabama is the pick to the Las Vegas Raiders, the number twelve overall pick. That's a big uh, one, Mark. How do you feel about that? Boy, I tell you what, I'm really not too surprised, but uh, I'm. I think he'll do well for the uh, Los Angeles Raiders. There you go. Um, the San Francisco 49ers are on the uh, are on the clock at thirteen, but the. Uh, the final story I have tonight, and and um, this one uh, probably not terribly surprising given uh, given all the uh, situation with the XFL. Former XFL commissioner Oliver Luck has sued owner Vince McMahon in federal court for wrongful termination after McMahon suspended all operations of the league, laid off its employees, and filed for bankruptcy. A complaint filed last week in the U.S. District Court in Connecticut said that Luck received a termination letter on April 9th which was a day before Vince McMahon laid off most of the XFL staff and three days before the league filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Um, According to the complaint, it says, quote, Mr. Luck wholly disputes and rejects the allegations set forth in the termination letter and contends they are pretextual and devoid of merit. Uh, In May of 2018, Luck was hired by McMahon in a deal worth $20 million. He has not spoken publicly about the league suspending its operations. The lawsuit seeks unspecified damages uh, and attorney's fees. Uh, in a statement by Jerry McDevitt of K&L Gates, which represents McMahon, quote, Oliver Luck's services as commissioner and CEO of the XFL were terminated by a letter sent to him on April 9th, 2020, which explained the reasons for the termination. As the lawsuit he filed, his allegations will be disputed and the position of Mr. McMahon uh, will be set forth in our response to his lawsuit. 
Uh, the rebirth of the XFL, of course, lasted only five weeks. It paid employees through April 12th, and last week it filed Chapter 11 bankruptcies with its assets and liabilities in the $10 million to $50 million range. The, uh, the business uh, was also put up uh, for sale, um, which you can still get merch, though. You can still go to shop.xfl.com and, and, and get your XFL merchandise. Uh, no returns. Uh, obviously, they will they will not be restocking uh, any sizes uh, that have sold out. So if you still want to get your XFL merchandise, it's still there at full price. <laughs> um, did anybody ever buy anything from the uh, XFL? I no? didn't because they really didn't have any fat-friendly uh, – uh, all the shirts were slim fit. Um, they sold out of big sizes quick, you know, and, and like, I, I, I may still buy a renegades Jersey. I, I haven't totally decided on that one. Um, but, uh, you know, just to, as, as the old throwback to my old, uh, Memphis maniacs Jersey, but, um, probably, uh, probably will not, uh, buy any, uh, XFL merchandise, maybe like a, a mini football, I think a mini football's on there for like 10 bucks. Maybe I'll jump on there. But uh, they also never did any sales like the WWE shop, so that they never really caught my attention either. Um, but here's what I think is going to end up happening. I think this lawsuit's going to end up getting settled out of court. I don't think this is actually even going to make its way to court. I think Oliver Luck just wants to get some of that $20 million he was guaranteed in his contract. And I think Vince McMahon's going to just cut him a check and move, move on and move away from the whole XFL situation. Yeah, it's a bum deal, man. It it really is the whole. It's a bum deal. I was enjoying it while it lasted. Yeah, I, I think they were doing a lot of. Uh, I think they were doing a lot of good things, uh, but you know, when you're a new business venture, um, and and a global pandemic happens, um, it's kind of a it's kind of a shitty uh, situation. All right, so there's a there's a pick in. The 49ers have traded their pick to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So the Buccaneers are now on the clock. Wowie. Um, I assume that they are going to go maybe wide receiver here? No? Really? You don't think so? I mean, they already have Godwin and Mike Evans. Well, that's... Phineas Godwin, yeah. Phineas Godwin. Uh, no, that's a good point, Matt. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they uh, what they moved up to get here. Um, anybody else have any more, uh, any more thoughts, anything to uh, – Charlie says the Firefly Funhouse anniversary is today. One year ago, the Firefly Funhouse uh, debuted. Happy anniversary. Wow, one year? Spots of, of, of WWE in the past year. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, been a uh, quite the ride. Um, but any other any other thoughts? Anything else to uh, to add this week, boys? Or uh, if not, we can. Uh, Close this thing up and move on till uh, till we reconvene next week. Hey, has anybody watched the uh, Dark Sides of the Ring recently? Uh, I oh, am good. I am caught up on that man. It and it is uh, it is absolutely fantastic. It is absolutely oh, absolutely well fantastic. The Dino Bravo one this week was. Uh, yeah, there's there's been a lot of stories about that one. I knew I knew obviously he was killed, and I knew like some of the stuff around it. But it was uh, interesting interesting to hear some of the details of uh, of that one. the The Snooker oh, one, the Snooker one was probably my least favorite of of the episodes so far because I don't feel like we got a lot of 
new information out of it. Like, I feel like if, if any of us paid attention to the, uh, you know, like the stories as they were being reported, and yeah. if, let me, like, if we're being honest, if you're watching Dark Side of the Ring, you, you're paying attention to those things. Um, you know, I just, I, I, I felt that the, uh, it didn't, it didn't give us any new information. No, I it was a little bit disappointing. I was hoping for more, but. That is what it is. Ryan, what can you go? Ring. Um, I'm currently watching the Big Show show. So yes, I am watching the dark side of television. So Ryan, Ryan gives it a. <laughs> Matt, what is your uh, assessment of the Big Show show so far? I'm two episodes in, so we'll we'll, we'll let it earn its stripes. Very good. It's batting over two for now. Um, it is exactly what I thought it would be. Any show that you've ever seen on, like, Disney or Nickelodeon, it's exactly right up that alley. And I'm so pissed at myself because, like, once I started something, I knew damn well I was going to finish it. And I binged <laughs> the whole show in a night and a half just to fucking get it over with. Uh, it, it is not good. I, uh, I haven't watched it yet. But, Ryan, you'll be proud of me. Five episodes in to the, uh, the most recent season of Glow. Yes, isn't it, it uh, great? It is good. It is. It has been a good season. I've enjoyed this one, um, but yeah, yeah. This this one, I this one, I'm enjoying. So I'm catching up on that. Uh, hope to finish it. Uh, well, definitely, I'll finish it before uh, next week's show, and then maybe I can dig into the uh, the big show show uh, as well. <clears throat> but uh, and they're it, like 24 minute episodes, super easy to digest. They're just freaking awful. Oh, sure. Yeah, sure, no doubt. Um, Matt, do we have a? Uh, oh, hold on, we get the, the the pick is coming in here from uh, Roger Goodell. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have selected with the 13th pick that they traded Tristan Wirfs, offensive tackle from Iowa. There you go, protect that new investment, baby. Touchdown, Tommy is uh, is being protected. And this is what I want to know. So, well, why do you want to know, Jim? Every one of the picks have a hat in their home. I want to know, did the league, did they, I don't know if they addressed this or not because I haven't had the audio up. Did the league send everybody a hat for every team? I think so, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. But I was like, how do they have the hats unless this was pre-filmed and we're all just being, we're all just being uh, WrestleMania'd with the NFL draft? Um. <laughs> you can work a worker. That's true. Matt, uh, do we have a Woman of the Week this week? We do. So, I, a couple announcements here. So, Woman of the Week, Sadie Semino, at 3 Count Thursday on Instagram. Give us a follow. Uh, we have some interviews. Riley Madison will be rejoining us this week. Awesome. Next week, we have Gabby Ortiz. Uh, we have Stella Gray, Women of Honor. So, a lot of good things coming. Um, we're in the works setting up some episodes here with wrestling podcasts. We have Ryan and I are going to break down the big show show. I'm sure you're all looking forward to that. Jim has a series coming up every Saturday. He's going to a random fan on Facebook, which is what Jim really loves to do. Um, and as we pick up the video, I myself am starting for indie wrestlers this week for Vanity. Shout out to Vanity. So look for my indie wrestling shirt every week. 
follow us on social media. Jim's not arguing as much on Twitter anymore, but okay, you can certainly get those. You just say the right thing. Just tell him that like, WWE is just like wishing AEW, and I'm, I'm sure like Jim's Twitter thumb will like get to that phone pretty. Quick. Yeah, no doubt. Um, yeah, this Saturday night, uh, nine o'clock Eastern time, right here. Uh, on our Facebook page, uh, me and uh, Nick Ficarelli, the mad scientist of sports, we uh, we go back a number of years, Nick and I, and we are going to uh, we're going to have a little debate uh, right here, uh, right here on the Facebook page. Um, Matt, where can people follow you on uh, on Twitter? You can follow me on Twitter. It's at three ct the letter A, Philly as in Philadelphia, and the number for eight. No Sixers, no Philly Flyers. Maybe no Notre Dame, but for now I'm pretty serene on on Twitter. I'm just kind of recapping the movies that I watch. Um, in terms of those projects I was talking about, I am going to be doing like a breakdown with some people. I know uh, Samira, who's been on the show a few times, so he would watch the Marine Six. So I will watch the Marine Six and we'll break down the Marine Six together. We'll see. Maybe it'll be better than the Big Show show. Who knows? But just stay tuned to the website. I'm going to try to put out a lot more content for all you guys since there's not a whole lot else going on right now. Perfect. All right, Matt. I'm going to mute you here, Ryan. Where uh, where can people follow you if they want to follow you? You're not muted. I'm not muted. No, I muted Matt. I'm not muted. Oh, well, then you can follow me. It's R Y N. Matt's muted. I'm so Matt's muted. You can't hear him. You can see him. Anyway, I'm at RYN Eagle. RYN. E A G L E. E A G L E. Yeah, there we go. Uh, and that's my Twitter. It's at it's RYN Eagle. I guess you can follow me there if you want. I don't know. I don't tweet very often. I don't, I'm not good. I'm it's not a, good at what I do. It's, it's okay. I'm trying, though. God damn it. I'm trying. It's okay. It, it, dude, it, in, these, in these uncertain times, Ryan. It's you know okay. what? I am. Um, just make sure you always follow the, the show, leeibsports.com. I got that in there. There you go. Um, Patreon, what a maneuver, all that other good stuff. Jim, I'm sure you're going to recap much better than me. So uh, make sure you follow everything. Three counts Thursday, always the number three, never the word three. And intern Mark, you are, I'm going to hit it for you. You are at three, three count intern. You are at three, three count, count intern. intern if and when you choose to tweet. Well, I almost tweeted the other day to Papa John's as I was irritated, but then I decided not to. <laughs> All right, Mark, you uh, you take care as well, my friend. Thanks for having me. All right, we will talk to you next week, and I appreciate everybody following along with us live on the live video. If you follow on the podcast, if you subscribe to it, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, we'd appreciate that. Check out 3CountThursday.com. That's where you'll find the uh the web-exclusive interviews that Matt's been doing and uh, all of our other content. You can find our merchandise, uh, whatamaneuver.net. You can get our collar and elbow brand deal at store.collarandelbowbrand.com. Promo code 3COUNT. Uh, NGSC Sports is our home network. You can follow us on all of our social media at 3COUNTTHURSDAY. I am at Big Jim Sports. We thank everyone for tuning in with us. And uh, until next week, stay safe, stay smart, go for the pin, and wash your damn hands. Uh, Thanks, everyone. Take care.